Hello everyone, this is Juanma and Aga from Buenos Beans. Welcome to the people behind your coffee podcast, where we chat with great people from the coffee world. We discuss topics like coffee farming, roasting, brewing, and many more. We speak today with Wildan Mustafa from Java Frinza Estate. Wildan is a coffee producer from Indonesia. You may have tried their coffees already through roasters like Motley & Jack, Rocket Bean, Fried Hats or Pale, who were included in our January 2021 box with one of Wildan's coffees. This is a relatively short discussion, but it packs a punch. We discuss the challenges of coffee producers in Indonesia. We learn how Wildan's lactic coffee processing aims to replicate the profile of coffee luwak, but without the animals. We also learn about a new process, still unnamed, which is based on the protein fermentation used in the typical Indonesian superfood, tempeh. During this conversation, we happened to find out we had already tried one of his coffees during our honeymoon in Indonesia three years ago, which was pretty exciting. Listen up for all this and much more. Hello, Wildan. Welcome to our podcast. Hello, everybody. Thank you for this opportunity. Thank you very much. Wildan, let's just go straight to some questions. We know we know it's a family business with you, your wife, Atik, and your son, Fikri. Um, can you tell us about who are you guys and how you run Java Frinza Estate? We are a farmer family. So my, my parent is a farmer. I studied agronomy. Uh, as well as my son. Uh, my son studied uh, biosystem. I started uh, farming in 1993, but since 2010, we start with coffee. It's because we are we are in the highland, like uh, Huanma have uh, have visited uh, Java. We are in a very fertile highland uh, on the Kano, and we grow vegetable. Most of the people growing vegetable in the on the slope. So it's not good for uh, soil conservation. Yeah, we have natural disaster like flooding, landslide, etc. So I think in this kind of soil, it's better to do uh, to grow coffee than vegetable mm -hmm. to keep our uh, environment. Yeah. So in 2010, we start uh, growing coffee to replace uh, vegetable to grow on the sloppy part of our area mm -hmm. because uh, we want to conserve our environment. So coffee is and much better for this than any other vegetables that you were doing previously. Yes, because vegetable we have to uh, we, we we don't have a winter, so we can grow vegetable all year round, two three mm -hmm. harvest a year, two three times cultivation, <laughs> and we have a very happy rainfall. So happy rainfall with cultivated soil is not good because it's easy to get uh, erosion, erosion, mm -hmm. flooding, etc. Mm -hmm. With coffee, the the we can coffee is free, like like apple, eh? like mm -hmm. apple. So it's, it's strong. It have a very good uh, root and have a lot of uh, leaf. Uh, mm -hmm. So it can protect the soil from the rain. Mm -hmm. That's very interesting. Can you tell us the processes that you do with the coffees in the farm? In 2010, we select some variety from all over Indonesia. If you see the map, Indonesia is very very huge, a yeah? huge country. Mm -hmm. Uh, we have Aceh, 
with very happy rain all year round. We have Timor, uh, West Timor is close to Australia. It's close to East Timor. It is very dry. So from very wet to very dry area to the northern hemisphere, uh, North Sumatra is uh, Aceh and North Sumatra is in the northern hemisphere, and we are in Java is in the southern hemisphere. And my area, West Java, is in the, in the middle of Indonesia. We can grow coffee from wet area from Sumatra, as well as coffee from dry area from East Java, from Bali, from uh, Lombok, from Timor to be grow here in West Java. And they uh, all the variety grow well here. So mm-hmm. I grow several varieties separately in 2010. And 2014, we start harvest our coffee. And we have harvest season uh, in June, July, June, July, mostly June, July. Mm-hmm. While uh, on North Sumatra, in the Northern Hemisphere, uh, they harvest in October through April. Mm-hmm. Our harvest in the, in the middle of the year. And we harvest uh, by hand, hand pick, uh, red, only red uh, cherry we harvest. And then we do wet milling in the, in the farm. And then uh, we dry for one or two days, two days in the farm, and then bring to my warehouse in close to my home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask you. It's very common in Indonesia to have coffees that are wet hold, but most of your coffee is uh, either washed or naturals or with special fermentations. What are the challenges, and why do you choose to do this? Actually. At the beginning, in 2014-2015, I do most of the processing is fully wash uh-huh. because that time almost all of Indonesian coffee is wet cooling, and I want to make something different. If I if I grow wet cooling, and then my coffee just just average, yeah, just the same with other people coffee. Uh-huh. So we started fully wash coffee, and uh, we learn to process fully wash coffee from uh, government plantation in East Java. Mm-hmm. In Kalisat or Jampit, uh, Ijen Plateau, and this farm is operating since 18th century. Yeah, it's from from colonial time and still mm-hmm. exists until now. So they have very long tradition with fully wash. Mm-hmm. I learned to grow to make a fully wash, and these people make wet cooling because this coffee come mostly from Sumatra. So mm-hmm. some sometimes this wet cooling called as Sumatra method. Mm-hmm. Why they do this? Because we have very humid climate. So mm-hmm. we have almost all your own raining in Sumatra, mm-hmm. and they had to dry the coffee in the rainy season. So mm-hmm. they they want to dry their coffee as fast as possible by hold the coffee before drying. So can be dry much faster with the cooling. But I do fully wash because we central uh, in in West Java in the middle of Indonesia. So our climate is more uh, friendly for processing. Mm-hmm. We have a dry season and wet season. Mm-hmm. Our coffee growing in the field in the wet season, and we harvest at the beginning of dry season. So we have uh, more sun during our harvest time. So I have a better chance to process many different uh, drying methods. Yeah? So we mm-hmm. start make fully wash, and then we make uh, at the beginning we do some fully wash process at the beginning of the harvest, and in the middle we start processing honey, and mm-hmm. at the end. Our harvest will end in the middle of dry season, so the weather is very dry. We can process uh, fully wash and natural process. Mm-hmm. So we, we we have a chance to process the cooling in the beginning when when we still have some rain, and we start fully wash and honey in the middle of harvest season. 
beginning of dry season, uh, rather drier than at the beginning of harvest. And at the middle end of the harvest season, we can process uh, natural because it's already in the middle of dry season, so it's very dry. Yeah, that makes sense. And 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 you you are basically in a lucky place in West Java that you can do all of this. Basically, you get you get the good weather all the time. Basically, yeah. At the beginning of harvest season, it's perfect for wet pulling. In the middle of harvest season, it's perfect for natural and honey. And middle end of the harvest. Uh, very good for natural eh? mm-hmm. and and we do a lot of different uh, unique uh, fermentation process because uh, all over the world people do uh, fermentation food uh, fermentation processing eh? mm-hmm. uh, in Indonesia we have a lot of uh, fermentation food too as well as uh, in, in western countries uh, you have cheese you have yogurt you have uh, wine beer uh, we also here in Indonesia we have some uh, fermented uh, food, yeah, mm-hmm. and and uh, we do a different method of fermentation uh, at first at a small scale, and we send the the trial to to buyer like to Nordic approved. We send we send the the the, the, the green bean, and we discuss, mm-hmm. and maybe next season we can do uh, commercial. We we can do more uh, bigger scale, yeah. Why do you do the fermentations? What are you What are you looking for when you do these fermentations? Uh, in some case, we want a different profile, different uh, taste of the coffee. And on the other hand, we want to get uh, healthier, more pro, uh, more probi- probiotic or nutrition, like we have uh, saccharomyces, yeah? We we used to use saccharomyces in in wine uh, alcoholic beverage and uh, bread, yeah? mm-hmm. bread and also in my country with tapai. Tapai is traditional traditional food, yeah. uh, which we use the uh, uh, saccharomyces to process carbohydrates. Uh-huh. And we use the uh, lactobacillus. We select lactobacillus. From normally people use lactobacillus from dairy, from 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 uh, cow, from cows, yes. But we isolate the lactobacillus from luwak, you know, kopi luwak from Indonesia. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like kopi luwak because it's uh, mild, mild and better texta- texture, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't like to put the luwak in the cage, mm-hmm. so I I just isolate the the lactobacillus. And we grow the bacteria in the in the laboratory, mm-hmm. and use the, the culture for coffee fermentation. Okay, mm-hmm. so you have the coffee without involving the the animal. So you have coffee luwak without the luwak. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> luwak really... friendly coffee luwak. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's really really interesting. Yeah, so we... it's a similar. This fermentation is a similar process to what happens with coffee luwak, basically. Yeah. We, we try to do the fermentation, the temperature, the the sugar content, the pH. Uh, try to be a uh, copy of uh, luwak digestion system. Yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I, I didn't know that it was the the idea. And also, like, is it uh, very difficult to control? Because we we saw that it's not that easy. Like when anaerobic fermentation and other fermentations that it's 
not easy to do the same process every year and to control it. Is it difficult for you? Yeah, yeah. I, I have a history. In 2017, uh, our harvest in, in Indonesian, uh, our, our peak season, harvest season, is in the peak of a longer holiday. We have a Ramadan holiday. It's about two weeks holiday, and it's in the peak season of the harvest. So mm. that time, I put my coffee on the fourth floor of my warehouse, and we do fermentation, yeah, unique fermentation. And the result, the coffee is very good. Everybody likes it. <laughs> But mm. in next year, when we try to copy the process, we cannot find it. Yeah. So mm. after that, in 2018, we start uh, to measure everything. Mm -hmm. The temperature, the pH during uh, fermentation process because I want to make uh, as consistent as possible with the processing, with the process, yeah? Mm -hmm. So now, like the uh, next years, like uh, 2019, 2020, was it easier for you to to repeat the, you know, keep the temperature and everything and have like a similar coffee or is it kind of different every year? Yeah, yeah, because for 2017, uh, We, we cannot make it uh, in 2018. So since 2018, uh, we are very lucky because our harvest season is the same time as the student uh, uh, student internship program. We have uh, the the students have to work with with the with in the industry for three or two or two three months to practice. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Agriculture students have to go to the farm. Technic students have to go to the factories for mm -hmm. several months to practice their their skill. And and it and and this at the same time as my harvest season. So we have we have a lot of students which mm -hmm. uh, have they like to do uh, scientific work like fermentation. Yeah. 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 So you so have a lot can... of people there helping out with making sure that you are tracking all the things, etc. Yeah, yeah. How many people uh, normally work in the farms and in all the processes? During the, uh, in a farm, uh, we have like 40, 50. Uh, uh, the worker is my farm. Uh, it's a part-time worker because they they have their own farm. First half of the work time, they work in my farm. And the second half is their, in their own farm. We have like uh, 50 people. Uh, part-time worker in my farm during during uh, off season and during harvest season we have another 50 so we have a total like 100 people during harvest season mm -hmm. well that's that's a lot <laughs> because everything done uh, manually yeah? yeah 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 so you have like it is like five different uh, plantations no like how how does it work i have five places Uh, in five different places, uh, farm, uh, because uh, I prefer to do processing in the in the farm, uh, because we want to put back the the pulp, the water to the farm. Uh, so I have five places, and surround around my farm, uh, there are farmer who will uh, will uh, who will sell their cherry to be my uh, printer collective. Mm -hmm. So some of the of the green bean is from my own farm, and some from the farmer around my farm. Yes, and you mentioned that you uh, reuse the water, 
And we also learn from uh, the things that you say in the video that you have about princess state, that you also reuse the fruit uh, pulp. What do you need uh, to do it? Like, how does this process work of reusing water and reusing uh, fruit pulp? Uh, the pulp is, uh, we put pulp to be fermented. Uh, during harvest season, we don't have enough uh, people to do other uh, other uh, job. So we we just harvest, just pick fermentation, washing, drying, uh, sorting, etc. So we we collect all the pulp we from the pulping operation to uh, in the farm, and then after finish harvest, we put back into the to the field. As a manure, yeah? and for the water, uh, we put in the pond to be used as uh, irrigation water. Can you just use it after you wash the coffees? Can you just use the water, or do you have to do any processes? No, it should be should be diluted with with fresh water, like because the, from the fermentation, uh, the water become so acidic mm-hmm. and not good for 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 the coffee or for the environment. So it's uh, dilute and then used for irrigation. But uh, this time, we do fewer and fewer uh, washing uh, washing coffee. Uh, so now we, we process more honey and natural process than mm-hmm. wash, yeah? Mm-hmm. So uh, because because we have to process a lot of water from fermentation and washing operation, it, uh, it's uh, rather hard for us to do, to do this. So we do more and more honey and natural process, which is need less water yes. for mm-hmm. processing. Okay, and uh, like talking about um, all the all the things that happen uh, at the plantation, you were talking about the previous years and how was this year with coronavirus and everything? Did you have any problems, less people, or any issues related to to the pandemic? Yes, we, we, we cannot go. It's hard for me to go to the farm. So after the pandemic, we work together uh, with a closer, closer farmer. Yeah? Before, before coronavirus, I used to go to Sumatra or Bali or Toraja to, to get coffee from there. Mm-hmm. After coronavirus, I just uh, collect the best from them to be sent to my place. And then mm-hmm. we, we uh, do some, some processing, sorting or drying, and then we export the copy. Mm-hmm. Uh, after coronavirus, I have never been to Sumatra or Bali or Sulawesi. I just stay here in West Java. So after coronavirus, I work more closely with the people uh, close to my own uh, farm. Mm-hmm. It's hard to go. Yeah. Have you had no problems with uh, the people that you need to have in the farm? It's been okay with this. It's been okay because most of the people, most of the farmer or the worker is uh, local people. So uh, we don't need to move around uh, far. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, talking about challenges, what is the, the biggest challenge, the biggest problem for a coffee producer in Indonesia? Uh, after the corona, you mean? Or? No, no, no. In general, in general, being a, a coffee producer in Indonesia, what's the biggest challenge, the most difficult thing about producing coffee in Indonesia? 
the most difficult thing is our productivity. We have quite low productivity in Indonesia. The yield per hectare in Indonesia, I think it's the lowest, yeah, compared to Brazil, Colombia, Vietnam, or yeah. many other countries. The first, the second is uh, most of the coffee was grown on uh, less fertile soil. Uh, the income for the farmer is quite low for coffee farmer here in Indonesia, yeah, compared to palm oil or vegetable farmer. Because of the the productivity that you can get with coffee, particularly if you are in low fertile soils. Yeah, yeah. But because, uh, this one. Currently, and also with the infrastructure, because because the best part is uh, used for food crop. So uh -huh. we, we grow coffee on the sloppy part, on the not 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 the best oil available here, yeah. Mm -hmm. But you still have when you are in the altitude, you still have volcanic soils around there, so they are very fertile. Yeah, yeah, very fertile yeah, compared to other kind of soil. So basically, you are lucky there in the in in West Java that in the higher altitude places you have the fertile soil. So it's a bit of a blessing there. Yeah, yeah, and and also we have a lot of volcano. Sometimes the eruption now in uh, in in Flores, Flores is eastern part of Indonesia, close to Australia. A lot of coffee farmer have problem with cyclone, uh, very very strong wind that destroy their coffee. They try everything in 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 eastern Nusa Tenggara, uh, east of Bali. Yeah, have you had any any big problems with any uh, volcanic eruptions or anything around you? Uh, not in West Java, but last year in Yogyakarta also they have volcano uh, in mm -hmm. the in the uh, close to the city, and a lot of copy copy area uh, destroyed too. Wow. And this year is in uh, in east Nusa Tenggara. Mm -hmm. We are lucky because in West Java we have more uh, stable yeah, at the moment. Yeah. Okay, so let's let's go to our last uh, question. How would you like people to think of Indonesian coffee? For me, we have a very diverse coffee. Yeah? We we have thirteen thousand islands, thousands of kilometers away. So we have very diverse coffee season. In Sumatra, they uh, not Sumatra. They harvest coffee at the end of the year, to the beginning of the year. We are in the southern hemisphere at the middle of the year. In the Sumatra, they have very wet climate. In eastern Indonesia, we have a very dry climate. So we have a very diverse coffee variety, very diverse coffee flavor, very different coffee uh, cupping. Yeah? So if you want to have very diverse coffee and then go to Indonesia. What Indonesian coffee, yeah? So to remember that Indonesian coffee is a big, wide range of different coffees. It's not just one single coffee. Yes, yes. Uh, like Indonesian, uh, we have unity in diversity. Indonesian, we have multi-ethnic, multi-ethnic, multi-religion, multi-climate people, as well as the coffee, yeah? <laughs> yes, that yes. is a really that is a really good insight, actually. <laughs> yes, yeah. This is like we we when we were in Indonesia, we could see this diversity, like being in the Java and being in Bali, like different religions, different people, but all living in peace. So you have the same with coffee, like many different styles, but like all coming from from Indonesia. Yeah, yeah. Well then, we don't have any more questions. So if you have any, then tell us. Uh, what, what's your opinion about Indonesian coffee and Prinsa coffee? 
You tell us what yeah, you think. Like I, I, I really loved it. First of all, when we were in Indonesia, uh, we actually bought coffee there, Indonesian coffee roasted in Indonesia uh, from uh, Tanamara, was it? Tanamera. Tanamera, Tanamera yeah. Tanamera. Yeah. And uh, and it was it was in Java. Uh, just by chance, we were uh, where where were we in Yogyakarta, or yeah. I think we were in Surabaya. So okay, yeah. So we were just uh, no. I well, I don't. Sorry, I don't re- remember because we were just uh, going from one place to another, and yeah. so just by chance we. Finished up in in a little cafe, and it was uh, this uh, this specialty uh, coffee place. It was yeah, just the beginning of our our trip, and we tried coffee there, and uh, it was really great. And we picked some, and I remember Juanma was kind of like, "Oh, we can wait with with buying because we will find loads of coffee." Um, but finally, we we bought some coffee. And and it was great. There was Kerinchi. There was um, mm, Achegayo for sure. Achegayo, uh, Kerinchi, yeah. There was some Bali coffee as well. We will insert a little audio parenthesis here just to explain to people listening what is actually happening next. Like the coffee geeks that we are, we have photo albums with Polaroid pictures of the coffees we've tried. So almost all of the new coffee bags that we buy end up documented in there. And when naming the Indonesian coffee regions we've tried for Wilden, we are actually going through the album that has the pictures from the time we were in Indonesia in our honeymoon. And as we're going through those pictures and checking out those regions, we realize one of those coffees says Frinza Estate. So that is obviously for us very exciting to realize that we had tried Wilder's coffees three years before during our honeymoon and we were not even aware. So basically what follows is us getting pretty excited about this realization. There was uh, Toraya Sapan. I, oh, yeah. I, Sapan Toraya, yeah. 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 And then... Uh, oh, look at this. Oh, this is incredible. Oh, we just... Willem, look, look, no, we're no. going to show you this. We we have we have yeah. a, an album. Okay, yeah, we have okay, an we album. Have an, yeah, yeah. Wow. wow. So, so this is this is one like this is the these these yeah. are the Tanamera ones. But look, we weren't aware that we have a coffee from you. Honey from Hungry Bird from Bali. Hungry Bird, okay. <laughs> but it's Frinza honey. It's Frinza, it's from you. And we, we tried it three years ago, but we didn't know it was from yeah, you. And now we are looking at this picture and we we, we find out that it was your yeah, your coffee. Amazing. This is crazy. So so you try my first uh, non-traditional processing, yeah? Because crazy. after 2017. <laughs> We we just do wet pulling and pulley wash. Yeah. yeah. yeah and it was 2018. We, 2018. 2018. 2018 is my my first uh, non-traditional processing. Yeah. We do the the we do a processing trial since 2014. But yeah. I don't confident enough to sell my coffee my trial coffee that time. So we start in 2018. Really? Yeah. So we. Try so you you, you try one. our. Our processing from the beginning, yeah. Yeah, this yeah, is so yeah, amazing. amazing. This is so uh, amazing. We are, I'm so to, happy to discover because it. Because with this coffee, we were at, at Hungry Bird, which we really love this coffee place. 
and uh, we made was, friends. Uh, with, yeah, it was in it was in uh, Bali. You, yeah, uh, and we made friends with Harry. And he, we, we said like, okay, we are going home. We want to buy a lot of coffee because we loved a lot of your coffees. And he was like, look, we have the coffees there, but we don't even have the labels. So I'm going to write to you. And he, he was getting tape and putting over the, the coffee bags and writing where they were from. And one of oh, them says Prince Ahani. Yeah. And the time I just make one kind of honey, but next year we have a new honey, very different fermentation process. Most of the process, the coffee process now is sugar fermentation. Like mm -hmm. this is for sugar, saccharic is for sugar, saccharomyces, yeah? but now we have fermentation for protein, protein okay. fermentation with coffee. Mm -hmm. At yeah. the beginning, I rather worry because With this protein processing, I don't want to have coffee like uh, I don't want yeah, to have yeah. coffee like umami or savory coffee. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But then I do this kind of processing. Uh, we start last year, and we don't find this this uh, savory. So the coffee is is, is good. It's, it's not not savory. Not not like not like soup. <laughs> it's just like yeah, a yeah, drink. Yeah. And yeah. I think this year we will launch this coffee. I have yeah. discussed a lot with the Nordic approach with. More than about this coffee, yeah. And I think it's a, it's a uh, have a new new terminology for coffee because we do protein processing with coffee. Yeah. yeah. How do you call this uh, this protein processing? Do you just call it protein processing, or do you call it something else? No, no, no. no. <laughs> we 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 still thinking about the name. Do you have any idea? <laughs> uh, the process comes from our uh, superfood. We call it superfood. Yeah. Uh, we have a uh, tempeh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Why don't you call it tempeh? Tempeh coffee. Uh, uh, but the processing is, uh, is uh, I take the processing from with the student from PhD candidate, some PhD candidate who learn a lot about tempeh, and we do coffee pro uh, fermentation with this uh, tempeh because tempeh is a superfood, uh, yeah. especially for vegetarian people. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. Because it's fermented. Because some vegetarian. Lack of certain soy. protein. Yeah. Soy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Soy, soy have a high protein, but it's not not animal protein. So some vegetarian have problem with some kind of uh, protein uh, because this protein only only on the animal product. Mm -hmm. But with the tempeh can solve this problem because tempeh uh, enrich uh, protein composition. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I want to try this with coffee too. Mm. Amazing. Amazing. So yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll definitely have to try that. We'll, we'll want to try it. We want to hear about what names we get. I just, the people who are listening to this are, are hearing future coffee history yeah. right now, live. So it's incredible. Yeah. It's very good yeah, because you have, you have visited Indonesia. So, so you have uh, taste the try tempeh yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In Indonesia? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we definitely did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember looking at it, and I thought it was like um, in in Spain they have something they they call uh, turron, which is just like like a nougat thing. You know, it's it's kind of sweet with beads of like almond or something. And when I first saw tempe, I thought it was that that it was something sweet. You know, and and and. It, <laughs> I was sure. I was like, "Oh, this is nougat. This is this is Turon." And and the Turian was like, 
no, it's no. it's not. It's fermented <laughs> soy. It's nothing, nothing yeah. sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We tried it a few times, of course. Do you have anything else uh, that you'd like to discuss? Well then, uh, I I want to send my best regard to our friend in Europe, yeah, for uh, Nordic approach, for rocket beans, for uh, fried hat. Uh, in 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 all of Europe, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to send best regard for you all. Uh, uh, we can enjoy the same coffee, yeah. Yeah, it is unity with coffee. <laughs> Look, it's been super amazing to to yeah. speak to you and to know you guys more and to know that we share the coffees. Uh, and we would really love to go later and visit you when yeah. we can. Uh, thank you very much for the. Uh, conversation and if you come to Indonesia, we invite you to come to our farm here in West Java. Yeah? Thank, Thank you. you we will much. certainly, when we go back to Indonesia, yeah. we will definitely go and visit you. And thank you so much for being with us. Terima kasih. And yeah, okay. speak soon. See you yeah. soon. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Uh, terima kasih. Juan and Aga. Yeah? Thank you very yeah. much. Hi, guys. Hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you liked it, you can subscribe as we have more great interviews coming up. Stay tuned. Check out Buenos Beans on Facebook and Instagram. You can also visit our website, buenosbeans.com. Thank you for listening. Hope you have a great day.